Hello, this is Bill Lytell again for some wisdom for your walk. I'm going to talk to you about a strange subject. Uh, what does maturity look like? What does maturity look like? We were in a meeting the other day over trying to solve an interpersonal problem between a couple of folks. And one of the persons that had a gripe about another one uh, went into a big tirade about what was wrong with that other person, and, and the language they used was what I would call inflammatory, inflammatory. It was just radical language. Language, it was overkill, too much, too much overkill, too, too inflammatory. It was uh, basically language was just cutting the head off of the other person, killing the other person, rather than trying to come to a solution that would heal the situation. That's immaturity. That's what immaturity looks like. Uh, I want you to be able to recognize the difference between maturity and immaturity, not in others, but in yourself. Because it's it's important that you mature in Christ. We're supposed to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, 2 Peter 3.18. What is, what is maturity? What's it look like? Well, let me give you some indications of what it looks like in the Bible that I believe we were uh, given clearly, really. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 7 says, but we were gentle among you, even as a nurse that cherished us for children. 2 Timothy 2.24 says, And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient, in meekness instructing those that oppose themselves. Isn't that interesting? The Bible agrees with the statement that you're your worst enemy. People that oppose themselves, if God peradventure, will give them repentance to the acknowledgement of the truth. So you're dealing with somebody that's in the wrong, and you know that. But you're you're dealing with them in a way that they will heal. That maybe pre-adventure, maybe, maybe God in his mercy is going to give these people, uh, see what they see, see what they're supposed to see, and get right with God. And, and then it goes on to say in 2 Timothy 2.26, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil, who are taken captive by him and his will. That's because they're immature. Immature means carnal in the flesh, operating according to the rudiments of this world, the flesh. And uh, the devil operates real well in that environment. If he can get people in a carnal state of mind, a carnal thinking, we call it immature state. And then he can have great, he can accomplish great things. In Titus chapter 3, verse 2, it says, to speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish and disobedient, deceived, serving divers, lusts, and pleasures, living in malice, envy, and hateful, and hating one another. What's that tell you? That's combative. Carnality is combative. Spirituality is healing. Just, just in a little short definition. Um, if it wouldn't have been for God's mercy, who was perfect, by the way, uh, looking at us uh, in, in, in through eyes of love and through eyes of mercy and through eyes of reconciliation and through eyes of healing, we'd be long gone. We'd be long gone. And so it, it, what does maturity look like? It looks, it looks gentle. Unto all men, it, it, it's people that are patient, amen, 
uh, it's people that want to heal people around them rather than cut their head off, condemn them, and, uh, you know, never put them on the blacklist and never have anything to do with them. Uh, it's pure, it's wisdom, which is, uh, uh, maturity is wisdom, which is from above. Uh, James chapter 3, verse 17, always intrigued me. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure. Then it's peaceable. And it's gentle. It's easy to be entreated. Full of mercy. Good. Fruits. Yeah. Without partiality. Without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Jesus said in the Beatitudes, and man, you ought to know the Beatitudes in Matthew 5 through 7. Blessed are the peacemakers. Yeah, man. Not blessed are the, the ones who were the warriors and cutting everybody's head off around them and right in their own eyes and egotistical and using inflammatory language to, instead of make the situation better, they use language that inflames the, the disagreement and increases the disagreement with people. Oh, man. I'm telling you, folks. Uh, that's what maturity looks like. Maturity looks like people who are trying to make peace, people that are gentle, not not of nature. Oh, no. I am a warrior of nature. I'm a fighter of nature. I personally would rather would rather fight than have peace. But as a, as a Christian, uh, in, 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 with the Holy Spirit of God in me, wanting to do God's will, what I've learned is that's not God. Now, I think we're to contend for the faith once delivered to the saints, brother. I mean, somebody tries to come up and bring some heresy in the church, they're going to meet a brick wall. They're going to meet a brick wall. They are going to have the shield of faith put on them and the sword of the Spirit, and they're not going to bring heresy in our church and they're not going to hurt people. But sometimes those people aren't the demons you think they are. Sometimes they're just opposing themselves. They're their worst enemy. And I, I had I had uh, people in our church that fell into sin and wickedness and and was disappointed in them and and they were some of these folk, people were even in leadership and yet I I I dealt with them I, I never condoned the sin that happened never never condoned sin sin's wrong Jesus, sin put Christ on the cross but you try to deal with them in such a way that they will repent of that sin, recognize it as wrong. That's what, that's what confessing your sins is all about. It's just simply recognizing sin for sin. It's recognizing, look, you don't have to do any more until if you committed adultery, you got to go to God and say, I committed adultery and it was wrong. God says, if you confess your sin, I'll be faithful and forgive your sin, cleanse you from all unrighteousness, 1 John 1, 9. And so, uh, God just wants you to admit your sin. Like any good parent, you know, if your kid lies, you don't want him to think that's good. You got, you want him to look at you and say, "Daddy, I lied and it's wrong." That's all. You're not seeking to kill the kid over lying. You're seeking to transform the kid, reform the kid, and let him realize that lying is wrong. And you do that, you're going to win a whole lot more battles with God's people with peaceable spirit and a gentle spirit and an easy-to-be-entreated spirit and a full-of-mercy spirit and good fruit spirit uh, than you will with an angry spirit and a condemning spirit and a pulpit-pounding, screaming spirit. Now, I'm not against pulpit-pounding or screaming for if it's the right cause, but, brother, a lot of times uh, God's uh, preachers have 
have condemned God's people and beaten them up so bad they can't even function. You got to be willing, like Jesus, to be gentle. Man, every time when Peter fell and cursed and said, I don't even know him, uh, uh, Jesus went after Peter, cooked him some fish alongside of the water there. Said, Peter, do you love me? He didn't say, Peter, you are a no good, low life, back jabbing, betraying individual. Now, that's a lot of times what an old preacher or a friend, a Christian friend, would do to another friend that fell. They wouldn't be gentle. They wouldn't be untreatable. They'd be condemning them. Look, most of the time, people know they did wrong. And what you need to do is say, you need to come back to Jesus, man. You need to get right with God. Hey, I'm here for you. I, I want you to succeed. Be gentle unto all men. That's been hard for me, by the way. That is not natural for me. Absolutely. In 42 years, uh, in the, and actually 46 years in the ministry now, and being a senior pastor over 30 years, that has not come natural. What comes natural for me is cutting their head off, getting rid of them, uh, disfellowshipping, uh, dismembering, uh, but not peacemaker. But I'm going to tell you, I've been able to, by the grace of God, and in some measure, be a peacemaker and be gentle and save God's people from dropping out. And may the Lord God help you understand this. What does maturity look like? And what does immaturity look like? And may the Lord help you and keep you to understand this. It's a little wisdom for your walk.